Well, greetings, everyone. I want to welcome you back to We Are Hodgman Strong. The podcast started with a grant from Humanities Kansas during the COVID pandemic of 2020. As you know, we started this podcast to share stories of strength and perseverance of the people of Hodgman County over the years. And you know, one of the first names I wrote down when I was thinking about doing this, um, the, one of the first names I wrote down to interview was this young woman. So today I have Crystal Bradshaw with me. Welcome, Crystal. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. Well, I know Crystal as a hometown girl, an amazing athlete, a good friend of my daughter, Serenity's, um, an accomplished author, and now a new mom. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'd like to introduce our listeners to, to you, Crystal, and have you tell them a little bit about yourself and the book you've published. But first, I want to let everyone in on a little secret. This is kind of a two-for-one interview, because not only will we learn more about Crystal's five-time, it was five-time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Great, yes. Yeah, great-grandmother, Eliza. But before we end, I also want to leave enough time to talk a little bit about Crystal herself. Um, I know her to be kind of a humble person, and she may not bring up the fact that she worked three jobs as a sophomore in college. And, you know, as a sophomore in college, you're busy enough. But did all that to self-publish this important piece of history. So now I'll be quiet, and I'll let you share your story, Crystal. Um, hi, my name is Crystal. Um, my married name is now Crystal Bradshaw Gonzalez. Um, I am a new mother and to an eight-month-old baby, so that's fun. Um, but, I mean, how I kind of started my research on the book and everything like that was because um, in school we would have to do different, like, historical, like, family tree projects, and I really honestly couldn't give that much information about my dad's side of the family, and that always kind of, like, drove me for the rest of my life just to kind of gather more information, and then once I started having that information, I was like, what do I do with this? Do I just store it somewhere for someone to forget, or can I try to somehow make it more permanent and actually publish it and make it into a story. And that's what you did. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Well, I've got my copy here on the table and, and one of the things that that I love about it and you know, I, gosh, it was 2015 when you published it and I remember reading it right away but I haven't had it out lately. And so in prepping for this, I went back through it again and was rereading and it's in vernacular, which is really interesting to read it. You know, you stumble for the first couple pages, or at least I did, and then you really kind of get into it and it just makes you feel so much closer to the characters, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I decided to write it in vernacular um, because originally I didn't have it in vernacular at all. But I really decided to make an effort to go back and change it to vernacular just to try to, I guess, get more into like my um, ancestors' like state of mind, and because it's, it's a historical fiction piece of of work. But I just felt like the vernacular would bring me closer, and then hopefully bring the readers closer as well. Because I struggled with it. Uh, a lot too because you know I don't speak like that my family don't speak like that but like you said after a while I just really kind of got into the flow of it to the point where it did become more natural to me well can you give us a little taste of it um just so that the if it if someone's on here and hasn't heard the story yet and I don't know you know it's always hard to tell people well you know here you wrote this nice long but give us a 10 minute, you know, <laughs> I know you can't do that, but just kind of a, you know, uh, 
that you know where where Eliza was born and where she journeyed to and 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 how your family came to be in Hodgman County okay sorry you're probably gonna have to edit this part out but are you wanting me to like explain like how they got there or yeah just anything you want just a little bit about the book okay so um Eliza was born in I believe is Harrodsburg yes it was Harrodsburg Kentucky and um she was seven years old the first time she was sold um she was separated from her mother and then she was 17 years old 17 years old again when she was sold and she stayed with that slave owner for the rest of her um like until 1865 until she was emancipated and they actually stayed in Kentucky um, and by they, I mean her husband and all of her kids who she had during her time as a slave. They actually stayed in Kentucky um, probably until like around 1876-ish. And then they started making the journey with a group of what they called Exodusters. And Exodusters essentially were a group of um, emancipated or free African-Americans leaving the deep south and moving into the midwest or even the, the north and there's this really big movement where they did that and they uh, got land and tried to farm this new land and a lot of them failed or petered out eventually and a lot of those uh, african americans moved but my family the ratchels they were actually able to thrive and succeed in um, what is now modern-day Jetmore, Kansas, but at that time in 1879, it was called Morton City Settlement. They were able to actually thrive and actually help build the modern-day city of Jetmore. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. That's okay. And um, that's basically what the book is about. It's about her journey, starting from when she's a little girl, and it actually starts at the the very beginning of her as a child and she was actually mixed she was the daughter of a uh, african-american slave woman and a white slave master and um, just kind of like the dynamics of that and then continuing on her life about being separated from her mother being uh, married to her husband and having kids and then finally her life outside of slavery really neat it, it is a very good book and uh if someone so so i have my own and, and it was interesting when i opened it up the other day to look at um uh, crystal's also a good thank you note writer my, my note fell out of the front of it and i treasure that but um i i um i have my copy of my book but if, if we have listeners that are really intrigued with this and they would like to buy a copy of this book where would they go to get it so I'm, I don't have any more physical copies right now at this time, but um, there is an ebook version that they can purchase on Amazon. Oh, wonderful. Okay. All right. And so the name of the book is Eliza, A Generational Journey by Crystal Bradshaw. And sorry about messing your name up earlier. I still have people in my phone that have graduated from high school 15 years ago, and I, I they're still in under their maiden names. I, I've got to go with this. I've got to change that. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> But so, so if you want to get a copy of that book, of this book, you can go and get an ebook. Um, you know, when, when we did Crystal's book signing party, 
um, it was interesting. I didn't know this before we started it, but but we held it in the museum. And when Crystal talked about her family coming back to Jetmore, um, that museum was built by your ancestors, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And actually, I found out later on in research that it was um, the first house, the first stone house ever built in Jetmore. And if I remember right, I think it was for the mayor at the time. And uh, my ancestors were the stonemasons who helped build that um, house. That is so cool. And cool that it came full circle like that, that you could have your book signing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, well, I, I know we, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I, I wanted to thank you again for sharing Eliza's journey with us. I'm glad you wrote the book. And, you know, there aren't very many people who are published authors at your age. And then this has already been five years ago. Um, it doesn't seem possible. <laughs> but not just Eliza's story, but your own story of perseverance and hard work to, to publish, to self-publish this book. You're inspiring. And I'm, I'm glad you agreed to, be, agreed to be part of the We Are Hodgman Strong podcast. Um, so do you have, uh, in reading the book, just as we end here, I went back to some of the, um, notes that you had in the back and somehow I had missed these the first time, but you talk about your sixth grade teacher, um, Mrs. Uh, Sharon Bowman for reading mm-hmm. stories to you and, and, uh, who was it? Deb Borger, who told you in the sixth grade that she, someday she's going to walk into a bookstore and pick up one of your books. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is really cool too, because well, as a mom and as a grandma, I think about how people, things that people say and do when we're children inspire us to go on and do great things when we're older. And I thought if we had just a few minutes left that you could talk a little bit about that. Yes, um, I definitely think it's very important to support young people and kind of like help them figure out their dreams. Just because Mrs. Bowman and Mrs. Borger, they really honestly, they could see that I, I had such an interest in reading and writing and they really just helped that um, thrive and grow and like really encouraged me. And so as I went into college and later on published um, the book, that just always stayed in my mind. And I and I try to continue to do that even now. Like when I was in college, I was an RA. And so when I would see kind of like what Mrs. Bowman and what Mrs. Borger saw, a younger person with um, with a dream or, or, or vision like that, I would really try to encourage it because it it starts when you're young and the yeah. support. Helps. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Well, are there any other novels uh, waiting to be written, or uh, are are you thinking that that you have another one on the way in your in your mind? Or <laughs> well, there's actually two oh, that I saw on like. I think it was a complete well <laughs> it's been a while since i looked at them but there's been two that i've been working on i'm working on a sequel to um eliza generational journey but then i also am working on a book about my mom's side of the family as well and they were um mixed with osage and eastern cherokee so i'm doing a lot of um Native American research as well. Wow. Well, I knew you were busy with an, uh, a new eight-month-old, but I had no idea that you were busy writing novels and things as well. Like, you're, you're going to be busy for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you again. I, I so appreciate you doing this, and, and I will go in and, and do some editing and send you the copy. Okay. Sounds good. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye.